It's happy hour again from the lovely Columns Hotel in Uptown New Orleans as the streetcar rattles by on St. Charles Avenue. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. In the next 60 minutes, you'll get to meet just three of the many thousands of fascinating people who live in New Orleans, and you'll get to hear some live music as well as some brand new recorded music. At the end of the show, you might conclude New Orleans is a great city where people love to talk, have fun, and enjoy great music, but you probably know that already. So let's get right on with doing nothing. But enjoying the next 60 minutes of happy hour together, my three fabulous guests sitting around the table here at the Columns Hotel. Why does everyone look at me weird when I say the word fabulous? you got some sort of you got some self-esteem problems, gentlemen. It's a great intro. Okay, here we go. Ross Carpelman is the owner of New Orleans Halloween attraction, the House of Shock. Now in its 20th year in existence, the House of Shock is infamous for its realistic horror with a worldwide reputation for repulsion and association with heavy metal and satanic themes far beyond the family-friendly hallmark Halloween most of America celebrates. Oh, that is a great sentence. It's not like that. Ross Carpelman is also a musician and plays in the heavy metal ensemble Mystic Crew of Clearlight, which is an all-star alumni band made up of members of I Hate God, Down, and Crowbar. Hi, Ross. Welcome back to Happy Hour. Thank you, Grant. Second appearance. We saw you last time just before Halloween last year. It was wonderful. You look even better than you did a year I'm ago. Definitely fatter. You look <laughs> <laughs> Daniel D. Ray Ray is a keyboard player. He's a trombone player, and he's the vocalist as well in Vox and the Hounds. Or one of the vocalists, I should say. Right. D. Ray is also the co-founder and owner of Community Records, a New Orleans label in which the focus is on the word community as much as records. An artist's collective specializing in progressive and challenging music. Community Records also organizes the annual WTUR Music Festival Block Party. Hello, D. Ray. Hey. We had your band Vox and the Hounds on a show with we had a bunch of girls called the Big Daddy Baggers. Remember that? No. Yes. I try not to, but yeah. That was a seminal show in the history <laughs> of Happy Hour. Go back and look at that. I, can't, I think it was called How to Bag a Big Daddy, the show. Yeah, that it was, was quite, HBO quality. Yes. Also, the other, co-founder, <laughs> the other co-founder of Community Records and a member of the band All People was sitting to my left, Greg Rodrigue. Hello. Greg, welcome to Happy Hour. Thank you. It's the first time you've been back in this room since we've been here, or that's, why we've been here. True. It's true. It's true. It is my... First time here. Okay, welcome. <laughs> First time here. And sitting across the room on the piano is the fabulous, talented, charming, and always attractive in his own special deaf way, Mitch Foreman. Nice. Yes, very nice. Mitchie, thank you very much. Yeah, Gorgeous. Awesome. Mitch, how are you this week? Two weeks in a row. Last week you had pleurisy. How are you feeling? I, you know what? I, I have pleurisy remnants, but I'm. Uh... You had sort of had like I have a pleurisy hangover. Uh, pleurisy hangover. Yeah, how did you get? Good. How did you get rid feeling. of the pleurisy? Actually, I'm keeping it. Whatever it is, I think it makes my voice <laughs> it work lends more character. It's been working for me. Yeah, so. I think it improves your playing. It makes you sort of reflective and, uh-huh. you know, internal. What do you, What do you think about when you're playing that theme? By the way, you play that every week live. Does anything? I play it every every week live. I think that it's. Um, I wonder if I'm changing it too much, and I. Uh, I'm trying to listen to you talk over my playing. Right. Can you hear me so, at all? I can, yeah. Okay. Just check. I hear most of it. What do you think it. about when you're playing normally? I mean, you play jazz all the time, right? I mean, you're playing, like, complicated stuff with various yeah, you know, luminaries. Usually, I mean, when you're playing your best, you, you don't think about anything. Right. So. Are you thinking about the note you're playing? You know, so you don't have an emotion? You're just thinking about you're in the music? Yeah. I think when you're really into it, that's where you're, you're open. An, that's an enviable uh, place to be. So you guys are all musicians on the show today. Everybody's a musician here. Yes, okay, let's right. go around some, the table. Of some sort. Of some sort. Okay, Ross, well, you're a heavy metal musician. I wouldn't say that. What would you call yourself? I don't 
call myself <laughs> well that's going to be play, sh- it's going to be a short interview yeah okay. no i play well, thanks uh, for joining play, it was good to see you <laughs> yeah. i'll see you all later um no i play uh i play keys actually but i'm you're nowhere, a keyboard player i'm nowhere as good as what i just heard well but, um but it's a different style it is you know uh, yeah I, I mean it's like where do you fit in on a pantera record you know it's like uh, right you kind of just have to kind of work around it mitch foreman <laughs> doesn't have a halloween Attraction. He does not. No, it's so all he can do is play. The okay, piano. so I have that up. So, yeah, yeah. So you can actually. I don't play have the a Halloween attraction. Nah. Well, do you you go trick or treating there, right, Mitch? Ah, I used to. I have kids. So yeah. Well, you big. haven't. They're too big to go trick or treating with dad at this no point. No one's too big for that. But so you have the house of shock. So do. you don't have to rely uh, on your keyboards. The house keyboard of shock, shock, dude. That's, that's uh, it. House makes you way dudes. more money than keyboards ever did. That's uh, that's right. true. Uh, although, uh, yeah, whatever. But you have to make all that money in a month. Yes, eleven days. Eleven days. Eleven days. Wow, you have 11 days to make a whole year. 11 days. That sounds pretty enviable because it sounds like you just work for 11 days and then you have yeah, 300 and 354 <laughs> off. Yeah, because it's not hot it is. at all, uh, which is good. That was and some good math there, Grant. Was that right, do you think? Yeah, I think, I it, was think it was, it was actually. Close, good yeah. God. Close. That's amazing. It's That's amazing fast. what you can do. Very close. You've had a lot to drink. And I'm Jewish, and you figure I would have been on it, and I'm not. So that uh, what's Jewish got to do with it? We've Jews are really good at math. You didn't. Are you supposed to be good at math if you're Jewish? Supposed to be. I thought that was Asian. Oh, the Asians have the abacus. Are you Asian? No. I'm, I'm, uh, there might be some Asian in there, but I where are you? Where's your family from originally? Poland. I found out. I thought hey, it was. That's not too. Asia. I thought it Mitch, was. Mitch, is your family from Poland? Yeah. Come on. What city? Maybe you guys are related. I've uh, no clue. Wherever. I, 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 go ahead. Uh, my grandmother's maiden name is awesome. Awesome. No, it's not awesome, but it's a name, and you'll hear it, and you'll say, "Oh, that's awesome." That's awesome. <laughs> no, what is it? That's not as cool. It's. Shezhikevich. You're right. That is awesome. Shezhikevich. <laughs> That's a great name. Shezhikevich. Like P S Z kind of thing. That's know. a nice name. Well, you should change it back to Shezhikevich. If you well, could try would... saying this, try saying your first name and then Shezhikevich after it. Mitchell Shezhikevich. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very easy. It's not. Spell it. And I could have like a polka band. That would be good. Yeah. Like the Schmengi brothers. <laughs> See, next week, next week you should rework the theme to a polka. Uh, Could uh, you do that? How would that sound? Oh, oh okay. Go for uh. it. <laughs> That's not as good. That's kind I of like sick. it, though. If you had the accordion out, you could do I that. I played accordion yesterday on a record date. On a record? Yeah. yeah. Whose record? An Italian singer. It was my third time playing accordion on a record. I can't believe you actually get paid to play accordion. <laughs> Well, that's crazy. Crazy. They, they shouldn't pay. Pay too much. Ross, do you play the accordion? Because that's got a keyboard on it. Yeah, but it's got that little weird squeezy thing that I can't. Can't, I can't handle that. I Mitch can't can give you a lesson to the. No, I don't know much. D-Ray, what do you play? Uh, I play a keyboard. You're a keyboard player organ too. Organ and trombone. Yeah. Organ and wow. trombone. Mm-hmm. Now that's a weird combo. What's the relationship between the trombone and, and a keyboard? Uh, it's high school. Funny story. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I started piano first when I was six. And then I tried out for the band in middle school, like some people do. And I didn't make it. What school are we at? Uh, we're at uh, Little Oak. It's Jeez, on the North Shore. I can't somewhere. believe you couldn't remember what school you went to. Well, there was like this. I've never seen anyone period. do that in my life. I've, met, I've interviewed about you know, 435,000 people. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm, something That's like that. Math. No, what's well, a different <laughs> scale? I'm on a different scale. But, but I've never metric. heard. I've met metric. metric, yes. But I've never seen anyone not remember the name of the school they went to. Ever. Their middle school, really? Elementary school? <laughs> I've never seen anyone do that. When you say, what school did you go to, people just tell you the name of it. Yeah. Well, there was this transition period where it switched and there was a new building. And Anyway. Yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> it's the North Shore of uh, 
Oh, here, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Slidell. And um, you grew up in Slidell. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Moved out here to go to Loyola, but uh, started tried out for the band, didn't make it, and basically like begged my way into band. And they're like, "Well, we have an opening on trombone." It's like, eh. how old are you? you know, you're right. like eleven or something. Yeah, I'm like eleven. I'm fourth grade. Right. I had no idea what to do, so I was like, "I guess that'll that'll work," and it did. So, so they, do they give you one at school? No. You have no, to no. go buy one. Rent one. You have to rent, rent a trombone. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's how rough. much does that cost? They're like. 200, 300 a, to rent? To, to a, rent? Season? Yeah. Like a, per, per, per year. A year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When I bought one, it was just like 300 bucks, and that was it. Yeah. Really? I had you it forever. So, Greg, you bought a trombone? Year, years ago. Well, my parents did. Yeah. So, was that was your grade. first instrument as well? You could say that. <laughs> so you, I, I played yeah. it for about like two years, and then after that happened, I was already playing bass, and then I figured out that I wanted to play bass. So It's a lot cooler. Just trombone. Uh, you know, what, you yeah. know what's really weird is I actually played trombone too. Is that right? Really, Mitch? Yeah, yeah. It's like that it's it's have that a, only a party where we all get together. Yeah, you guys should all get the trombones <laughs> out and have a jam. I play trombone. Ross, you down? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little rusty. I <laughs> <laughs> get it, rusty. Oh, yeah, wow. very good. That's very nice. <laughs> 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 very cool. So you did really play, everyone really did, you played trombone. Yeah, what yeah, school yeah. did you guys do, uh, Well, Greg? that was at De La Salle, right down the street. Okay. Yeah. That's that the first right. haunted house I ever went to, by the way, was at De La Salle. No, the first haunted house? Yeah. Is that what inspired you? No. <laughs> I thought, no. That's what didn't inspire you. Sure that, yeah. You sure that wasn't the open house? <laughs> no, it was the haunted house. Very good. <laughs> What do they have in the way of a haunted house at Dealer? So, by the way, if you listen to this out of town, uh, Dealer, what is, how would you describe Dealer? So it's a Catholic boys' school. Yeah. Well, well, now it, it's it, both. Actually. It was it was co-ed uh, by the time I got right. there. Both my older brothers, when they were there, was all boys, and then by the time I got there, it was co-ed. So I lucked out. So you much. wouldn't expect uh, the Catholics to have a haunted house, would you? Well, given they they're, they're in the spirit relationship and stuff. to the relationship to exorcism, Chris. Well, Oh, you have to plug in there, man. They're all about abortion, did you say? Yeah, you're... Uh, What's up with the... Oh, they don't want abortions over the airwaves. Oh, you have to turn the mic on, Chris. Sorry to be the tech... Sorry. Oh, there you go. Ah, He's our tech director. Chris no, Kehoe is our tech director, do... by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. It's a sound guy. A bunch of musicians and a sound guy, yes. I was going to say, the uh, Christian haunted houses, I know, it's all about abortion and premarital sex, and then the dangers of drinking... It's that true. Leads those, to are called, those are called hell houses. And uh, yeah, and they're awful, man. They're they're way more extreme Those than we could ever scarier. be, dude. It's they are to, horrible. Here's Jay. It's supposed to put ah, you. Jay? It's supposed to put you off, like sex or something. Dude, it, it, yeah, it's awful. They have like abortion rooms. They have gay AIDS. You know, <laughs> they have a gay AIDS room. And yeah, people house. dying of AIDS if you're gay. Yeah, it's it, really bloody car crashes. Let me tell, let me tell you. Little, let me tell you a little story. Okay. Because this I can relate this to us. Um, so we're this is nineteen this is our twentieth year, so nineteen ninety five. Yes. Who comes to our haunted house but David Duke? <laughs> wow. Yes. Why? 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 And he why? was dressed like Zorro. That's I don't know why he was dressed like Zorro. Uh, but uh, it was pretty funny. We took a picture with him, and you know, I'm six foot six Jew standing right behind him going, Hey, it's David Duke and he had no idea I was Jewish, but that's okay because we had a black guy sitting in front of him. So so we, we get somehow we wind up at a party with David Duke. Somehow we wind up at a party with David Duke. That's not a sentence I don't believe I've ever heard before yeah, either. Along so with I don't remember what school I went to. Now we're up to 
It was somehow we wind up at a party with David Duke. It's, it, There's got it's, to be an interesting paragraph in the it, middle. It well, I'm, I, yeah, I'm not it talking about the trip there. Party, was no, it? it was not a political party. No, it was not a political party. It was they had then drinks and stuff. Okay. Um, so anyway, he's given us his ideas for what we should do in the haunted house, and this is one the height of David Duke running for governor. Ninety five. Ninety five. I guess we can look up the facts on that. He was running for something. He was in the, in the middle of changing his I think image. He was going to run for governor. He was going to run for governor, but I think maybe at the time maybe it was Senate or something like that. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, he, yes. uh, he said, he said, so I have some ideas, man. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe you might want to do it. So, uh, you know, maybe like one of the rooms, the house of shock, you can set up this room and you got, you know, you got a bunch of blacks, you know, up there and, you know, you just had set up a hanging noose or something and you just hang them and we're like. I don't what? think that's going to wow. work, You're man. I, and he's like in the middle of, I swear to God. He's in the middle of a party. We're in the middle of a party. I mean, it's all of us. You know, it's, right. you know he's in a safe area, I, I guess. Was... Yeah, I don't know. But now it's going over all over the airwaves. But, um, yeah. And this is in the middle of, aren't you like not the dude that started the Ku Klux Klan? Didn't you just say that? That you weren't that's the grand That's a pretty interesting wizard? idea. I would... Yeah, hypothetically. Speak hypothetically, for it, right? I mean, well, we it might did it, fit we, into some other haunted house. We did have a black guy that flew. We used to have flying rigs, and Levi, who's I guess our our token black guy. We have we have several actually now, which is good. Uh, we're getting diverse. You don't you didn't really just say you have a token black guy, did you? No, but he was did at he, one did time. He just say, I didn't hear it. I don't. Did he shit. just say that? Yeah, I, I did. can't hear that well. Yeah. I heard it. <laughs> Hey, so listen, you guys, you want to finish this story? I was just going to say, he, jump, he jumps out. Is yeah. everybody uncomfortable now? I don't give a shit. Uh, he jumps <laughs> out. <laughs> it's racial talk. It's okay. Uh, he jumps out of the window, and he's wearing a rebel flag. So that, that makes it okay, right? The black that's guy, the Levi, flag, the black guy's wearing a rebel flag. Yeah, he plays the preacher. Jeez, that's pretty bad taste right there. It's it? ironic. I think for him I thought to it would do be that. ironic. Stink. All right. Never mind. Isn't it ironic? Stories. Hey, listen, you guys, Jay from Slice Pizzeria just showed up. Thanks, Jay. Jay's yeah, right over yeah, here. Now, yeah. you guys all know Jay, I'm sure, because Jay's sort of like in the rock and roll scene here as well. I definitely know Greg. Now, how do you guys know each other? Uh, Jay actually helped out at our first and more than one block party right. uh, donating ah. food. Because we do, a, uh, as mentioned earlier, we do a music festival every year. And uh, Wands and Slice have both helped out in multiple years just bringing by food. They're good guys down there. Really? At yeah, Slice Pizzeria. I'll definitely. tell you how good of a guy Jay is today. He's brought us down at one of the customer favorites, Muscles. How about that? I don't know how much you have to pay for this. Normally, if you don't, not muscles like that, DRA. No. Muscles. M U S S E L. They're really beautiful. These guys, Try these. These are Prince Edward Island mussels, quickly steamed in a Pinot Grigio garlic basil broth. You're probably wondering how I know this, right? And garnished with tomatoes, pecorino, romano cheese, and fresh basil chiffonade. Because when I get off work here, I go down there and I do, I do a shift. It's your favorite dish, right? Mm-hmm. I serve this dish when I'm down there with a, a bunch of toasted garlic French bread for dipping. And I also just wanted to mention, you guys, that they have happy hour specials down there. You can come and see me. You can get those really quickly, Monday, from, Monday through Friday from 2 to 6. Half price draft beer. That appeals to the Jews. I don't Jew- drink beer, appeals but, to the, uh, Jews, but right? the half price I like, yeah. Uh, well, okay. If you like, <laughs> do you like glasses of wine and signature cocktails? I do. And you can get shared plates as well. Nice. If you want to know where it is, it's at 1513 St. Charles Avenue. There's another one uptown right by Whole Food at 5538 Magazine Street. Or check out their website at slicepizzeria.com. Can you say that, Mitch? Shif- Shif- uh, slice Shevik. No, I can't do it. You can't say it. So, guys, try some muscles. Drag them. Jay, you want to bring them over? They're on our fancy. And you have a fancy new sideboard here. That's very nice. Never take some photos. 
So um, this is a real treat. Look at Cheers. this. This is like serious. Oh, my oh, God. Boy. Jay, no I've you've really outdone yourself. Never Ross has never had... Is it because you're Jewish? I think it might be. This is about the fifth yeah, time we've mentioned the... Ju- yeah. Oh, shellfish. Wow. Thank you. This looks great. I don't, think we've, I don't think we've mentioned the word Jewish on the show more times uh, than know, we have Jews today. Have a lot to do Jewish. With uh, it's the high holidays are coming up. It is. It's like Rosh Hashanah, like yeah. today or tomorrow. Uh, no, next, Thank you, next Monday, I've heard. Normally, I'm the waiter and Jay's the owner, but today, Jay's waiting on us. Thank you very much. Awesome. Okay. So, Ross, you've never had a muscle in your life. Never had Jay, Jay, you want to watch this? Ross has never had a muscle in his entire life. I mean, we have to take a photo. Oh, how, how do you eat it? Because this is against all kosher laws. Yeah. Are you keep, do you normally keep kosher? Uh, yeah. Okay. Except well, when I'm eating I pork. Wonder, when I, do you think? Do? Yeah, show us what we're supposed to do here, Jay. Yeah. Show us the proper technique. Eat a piece of the eat a muscle. Okay. Dip the bread in the sauce. Finish with that. All right. But the stuff at the columns loves the stuff at the columns loves when you come down here, Jay. Cause so, yeah. They all, all dig right, in. Get that in there. Kate, like you want to come try a muscle? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, we really, we really, <laughs> we really make friends here at the Collins Hotel okay, and we, we have go. this food from... Okay, here we go. Ross, I'm taking a photo. Wait up. Okay. Okay, do it. This is before right. and after. I love seafood. Okay, he's eating it. Mm. He's chewing it right the now. The garlic hits you right off. You get a little tang of the lemon. Would... Would you, lemon on it? Would, you be in, would you be having a seizure by now if you were going to? If I was allergic, yeah, probably. And then finish off with, well, I'm going to dip in the sauce. I think that's okay. the way to go with, with, with the bread, right? That's delicious, actually. Oh, really? Why haven't I been eating mussels all this time? <laughs> well, you've missed out. How old are you? I'm 43. 43 years old, and this is your first mussel. Where did you grow up? Here? Mm-hmm. What high school did you go to? Not De La Salle. Not De La Salle. Actually, I went to a, a, a Catholic boarding school. You went to the, where did you go? De La Salle, Jay? You went to De La Salle, too. So did Greg. Yeah. You Did you just say you went to a Catholic boarding school? Catholic boarding that went over school. my head there. Sorry. I was the only, I was the only uh, Jew there. Graduated in 94. What? I don't know why. Which, <laughs> <laughs> why would you want to go to a Catholic boarding school at all? Well, it's a long story. But, um, well, we happen, we happen to have time. Cause, oh, do we have time? Mm-hmm. We've got time to drink. It's, not, it's an un- uninteresting story, so it's not, it's not even worth talking about. Oh, Jay, thank you, buddy. awesome. Thank you. Very good. Thank you for my first experience. That's really nice. Wow. That is good, actually. Isn't it? And you dip the French bread I'm into the... I'm going to another one. Come on. Um, so, yeah, I did go to a Catholic boarding school, and they like oh, to yeah. beat you there, which what, is really good. Which Catholic boarding school did you go to? I went to St. Stanislaus, which is in Bay St. Louis. Why did they send you there? Because were you like a bad child? No, I wasn't a bad... I actually kind of wanted to go. It was, was a weird, the best. It was a weird time in my life. I was a freshman. Oh. Uh, about to be a... Fr- actually, I went to Ben Franklin first. I tested uh, into Ben Franklin and went there, but my, unfortunately, my father had just passed. So it wasn't a really wow. good time for me. Yeah, it was a died? timing thing. What did he die from? He had uh, complications due to diabetes, which will happen when you just uh, down RC Cola and uh, whatever the hell, Bull Debbie's cakes and whatever the hell he ate. Mm. That tends to give you diabetes. Why did he have a bad diet like that? Was okay, really good. Just because he didn't That's care. Awesome. He would yeah. eat a bite of butter and then a bite of bread. Right. You know? <laughs> That's basically what we're doing. That's, yeah. It's pretty much. Jesus, it would be terrible on if it's knocked us off. I've, I've heard yeah. that mussels is the gateway shellfish. After that, it's all bets are off. Yeah. Soft shell crabs next. Mm. My list. So, um, definitely getting a po' boy later. Have you have have you learnt from your father's experience and tried to stay healthy? Yeah, don't I look it? Yeah. How much do you <laughs> How much do you weigh? Currently, uh, probably about three fifty. Three fifty. How tall are you? About um, six feet something. Six six point six. Um, so how? But what are you supposed to weigh? Uh, probably about. Uh, I felt good. Uh, I had. 
bariatric surgery, believe it or not. Bariatric surgery. The, um, where they cut your stomach and they make you a small stomach. Oh, you had a bypass. Bypass. A little tiny stomach. A little wow. tiny stomach, which, which blew out again. It's, it expands. They don't tell you that when they're trying to sell it to you. How much did you pay for it? $30,000. Three zero. Wow. Wow, it's a lot of money in shock. And I got down, I got down to two. I was I was close to five hundred pounds at the time. Before at the, you at had the time, it. and I got down to two hundred and thirty-five was my lowest, and I looked kind of sick at that point. Really? Yeah. Why it, is that? Because I just too, Did you lose too it skinny. Too quickly? Uh, yeah, I lost it in about it uh, over two years. I, I mean, you're already a tall dude, so yeah. So I can handle. I can three fifty. I felt. I mean, I'm sorry, two fifty. I felt pretty good at. Mm-hmm. 350, not so much. Yeah. Not feeling it right now. <laughs> not down. So, did the thing not work, or did you? It did work, but it it's See, yes, it did work. So you lost 300 pounds. But you still got to change your diet. Is right. what they don't tell you. It's like it's supposed to be like the magic thing, and right. you know, they, they don't so tell you everything. They don't say, "Oh, we're gonna do this, and everything's gonna be fine." You're gonna Keep be fine. You're gonna be fine. It doesn't yeah. matter. No, My wife had the same surgery about six months after I did, but she had all kind of complications, and she got down to like 70. Excuse me. Muscles are coming back on me. <laughs> 70 pounds. 70 pounds. That, that's not even like a sort of a, a concentration camp victim is 70 Ooh. I just no. throw that in there because we're on the Jewish muscle theme. Yeah. No. Good thing we what? bypassed the black jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, I mean, okay, 70 pounds is, I mean, how big is she? If she needed bypass surgery, she must have been fairly heavy. She to, was to uh, She was pushing f- uh, she now okay yeah she was I'm not gonna say her weight but she was heavy but it was appropriate it was appropriate <laughs> you want to stay me. married after I've been the married show for twenty years so uh, as a gentleman yeah mm-hmm. she's she's a good one so she was she was overweight enough though to have the surgery not in my Thanks. eyes to to me oh, okay. I liked her bigger did like she her. pay thirty grand for it as well I did yeah you pay th- two times thirty yes well you got some money no. I had, I had some money. Now I'm fat and broke. Fat and broke. Do, do you spend all your money on food? Uh, well, now no, now I got my Louisiana Purchase card. Do you? Since I storm? Yeah, I got the, my That's a great money. song, isn't it? Mm, great. I love that song. What's it called? Wally World or something? Wally World, I believe. Oh, but Wally, funny. Wally, Wally, Wally. Yeah, but it's in the Louisiana Purchase card. Have you heard the sequel, The Lion King? No. The Lion King one? Oh, man. What's oh, that man. all about? Is there a Lion King? There's follow-up? a Lion King where he completely just, like, uses um, the In the Jungle song, just like the sample, just and it's, and it's ladies climbing in trees, just like in leopard print, and it's like lurking around, and he's hunting them. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, when you've, when you've penetrated <laughs> the sort of consciousness Penetrate? so that when you, <laughs> when you hear the words Louisiana Purchase Card, which we've all heard a thousand, and the first thing you think of is that song. It's ridiculous. And I recognize it. You've got it's yourself true. a hit, don't you think, at that yeah. point? Yeah. That's a hit. I don't, I, mean, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think there's any way he's going to make any sort of profit off of that, though. I guess we all just watched heard, it for free on YouTube. I heard, it was he, got, a, I heard he got sued. Yeah. yeah, he got way sued. Yeah. By whom? Walmart. Walmart. By Walmart. Wally-Wally. I was wondering about that. He just shot in the Walmart on Chapatula Street. Yeah. He just went in there and shot some video. Oh, yeah. yeah. We think they would like the advertising. Why would they sue a guy for that? I think he just actually, didn't he just get busted? Uh, I think you're right. Took somebody hostage or something. Uh, maybe, oh, no. maybe his career is back. <laughs> <laughs> now he's, he's like Rick James. <laughs> Rick James. That's pretty sad. So, what, what, what right is that? Here. Yeah, there's more bread. What is that guy's name? Actually, oh, Do Mr. We know? Ghetto, isn't it? Mr. Ghetto. Mr. Ghetto. Yeah. yeah. So you Which guys, makes you think he's going to be a straightforward 
straight guy. Yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, that's a good right thing. Hey, um, talking of, of, of ripping off uh, you know, YouTube and, and not making any money from records, your whole business model, you guys, is giving away music for free, isn't it, at Community Records? Absolutely. You could call it a business model. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's, it's, it's mostly within the context of just trying to spread what we love you know, in a very open and sort of inviting manner. You know? So that's nice for you, but what about the musicians? I mean, apart from your own band, you, you can give away. So why would anyone want to sign with you guys as a record label? Um, mostly because I guess the way in which a lot of our friends and even ourselves have kind of come to enjoy new bands and new music that's within our scene, mm. it just sort of says there's no barrier to entry. A lot of people tend to kind of fall in love with a lot of the records we put out. Um, not all of them, but some of them. And then when the bands go out on tour, there's more people that show up at the shows, more people buy the T-shirts, more people buy records. And this model doesn't, business model, I'm using quotation Quite marks, unquote, doesn't yes. work. I don't think it would work for everybody. And I mean, like, it works for us. The, you got to understand, like, we live in a world now where that's possible. You can Google search a band and the album and get it. Yeah. So it's there. Yeah. It's so like nobody's buying hard. anything anyway. Right. And we give that to them from the spot where it comes from. And then there's, it's just linked right there to them. If they want to buy something, they can. So the principle is that nobody's buying this stuff anyway, right? I mean, people are stealing music left and right or getting it on Spotify. Stealing. stealing? Yeah. So is that, the, is that what you're saying? Kind of more or less. You know, it's, it's not that we say that, like, oh, we think you should just take whatever music's out there. But right. it's under the context of, like, okay, we can either try and put up these walls against this giant flowing river that's coming our way, or we can just go with the flow. It's not a, and, it's not a very good analogy here right now. That, yeah, well, but, you know, I'm, I'm I know purely just thinking about getting. the internet. I'm in the internet right now. Okay. So, <laughs> you're not talking about an actual about river in Laplace. We're in the Matrix. Yeah. Okay. No, that's true. So you're, what, what's that, that's what I'm saying. You can't beat it. People are going to steal the stuff anyway. So why not give it away and, and make a point of giving it away and collect money from some other direction, right. which and is and what you're you saying, know, which is... It's an evolving music industry. It just right. is the nature of it. Like record sales have dropped, tour, you know, show tickets have gone up, merch has gone up. It it's has. like you have to adapt to these things. And there are certain and this like is, this is our way. Of doing it, you know? there's, yeah, there's other right. ways that it works. I noticed people sell singles. Like those have worked really well, like on iTunes and stuff like that. And like, I mean, we even still post some of our stuff on iTunes. It's almost kind of gone back to the way it was in the in the fifties and sixties, where the single was everything. Right. Yeah, you know, seven inch. Yeah, yeah. Well, even you know, yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, like Sun Records and all that stuff. You know, you had to have a single, and you sold it by the single, and every, right. everybody had those forty five records, and they had the little. Adapter you put on the you know the album and yeah yeah so uh, that That's that was that was so it's kind of done full circle but in a different format in a digital format. That's another good pun. Full circle record. Ah, very just good. thought I'd point that out. Let's take a listen to a couple of songs. Let's listen to one of you guys' songs from Community Records, and then let's listen to a Mitch Foreman song, and then we'll have a competition. Okay. And see uh. which one, see which one we like best, and hold up cards. Mitch, have you had any muscles, by the way? Haven't had any muscles? So Reach over here and take one of these muscles. Yeah, let me have on a, one. Okay. Oh, we're on a little break. Oh, here comes Kate with yet another drink. Okay, so listen, aren't they nice? I know it's not uh, kosher or anything, but hey, listen, um, what, are you gonna, what are we listening to, guys? Why don't we queue up the uh, first two tracks off of the... Greg and I play in a band called All People, and we recorded <laughs> last weekend in Gretna at the Living Room Studios, and we have the first and second track 
right now that we got at like three o'clock today. Rough mix. Wow, yeah, this, this is hot is, off the press is, for real. I, I haven't heard even it. heard this. Yeah. Wow. Can we just so. listen to one first and then Mitch will play one? Then we'll listen to one after. Sure. For, I promise yeah. you, we will. Though. I'm yeah. Not no, just no, no, it's fine. Okay. Which one are we going to listen to first, Chris? Number one. What is it? Intro or sometimes. Oh, they don't well, have names there. That. It's weird because like the first song is this Afrobeat thing that leads into the second one. Oh, so we have to hear yeah, them. Twi- they, we have they, to hear them together. Are, they are kind of intertwined. Oh, okay, and all, all right. together, it's about three minutes total. Yeah, oh, so let's listen not, to them both. Okay, okay, okay. Let's listen to them both. Well, do they have a name at all? Well, yeah. We don't really have a name for the first one yet. We we're kind of working on that, but it's the intro, and then the second one is called Sometimes. Okay, so all people. All people. Brand new. Yeah. struggling against the resistance in our minds that ultimately results in our strength.
Wow, nice. I like that a lot, actually. What did you guys think? The first time you heard it, Greg? I'm down. <laughs> Tons of reverb. Who, <laughs> mi- who mixed that? Did you mix that, D-Ray? No, uh, this guy James Witten did. He's a so local he j- dude. Yeah, he engineered um, the record. He's He is oftentimes on tour. He tours with uh, this band called the Wilhelm Scream and this other band called Streetlight Manifesto. And then he's locally he's done... Uh, he was in a band called The Ghostwood. They were a punk band. And then he's done all the records for this uh, band called Thou. Um, he, wow. He, yeah, he's recorded most so who, of their stuff. Who, wrote the, who wrote the lyric for that, We Have All That We Need? Uh, that, was, that was me. That was I, you? Yeah, I was, I was doing most of the vocals on that. That's you singing on that, yeah. too? Wow, I like that. What did you think? I liked it, it a lot. I really liked it a lot. The way they trans, uh, transferred from the intro yeah. part into the whole thing was very it's good. It's very cool. Thank you. <laughs> old all keyboard right. player there, buddy. Oh, thanks. Yes, nice, nice. nice keyboard player. Nice. Everyone's a keyboard player here. Mitch, what did you think? I loved it. Loved it? There you uh, go. Wow. 10 out of 10. We're going to have cool. a smackdown now with a Have a Mitch Foreman song, and then we're going to, you know, then we're going to move on to the Mr. Crew of Clearlight song. Oh, are we? Okay. Awesome. This is going to be a great show here. We've got all this great music. Hey, um, so what happens to the record now? How many tracks are you going to... You can't talk because you need too many muscles. The muscles are awesome, well, aren't they, by the way? I can talk yes. if you want me to. Okay. It's, a, it's about... I think it's eight tracks. Uh, some of them are shorter than others. All in all, it's 22 minutes Well, that's minutes pretty much the same with the, every piece yeah. of music. Sometimes that's you know, true. one track is shorter than another. Just yeah. in case you're thinking that all music was the same length. Yeah, I, I get confused. So, yeah. But. Well, it's easy to do because you went to deal with Sal, right? <laughs> right. They don't, they, don't, they don't have a math. I don't, don't know what they, don't, they don't do math. <laughs> You don't even know what school you went to, right. D-Race, and it's not that. We're educated uh, folks here. Yeah. Well, the only person who knows what's going on is Ross, who's Jewish and went to a Catholic that's, boarding school. That's so. correct. So I have the best of both worlds. Yes. <laughs> Given that there's only two worlds, of course. There are only two worlds. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's well, I love that. Very good. So what's the record going to be called, and when's it coming out? It's going to be called Communicate, and hopefully we'll release it late this year, probably early next year. Yeah, it's a uh, December, January release. Right. It's up to the label executives, I suppose, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't trust we're us. Putting right? it on, uh, we're putting it on vinyl, which will... Oh, it's yeah, going to come out on cool. vinyl? Yeah. One-sided 12-inch, hopefully. Plan is to screen print the other side so that you'll have a side of music. Screen print? And then the other side will be screen printed with something awesome. I'm nervous seeing that. That's why we're doing it. Nice. So, so the other side can cut in at all. The other yeah, side's no. like a poster. Yeah, yeah you basically yeah, so just the, the other side won't have any music on it, so it'll just be screen printed. You know, so you something, have, if you said you said it's going to be printed with something awesome, may I may I suggest <laughs> yeah. Shezhikevich? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Shezhikevich. Mitchell Shezhikevich. I can't even say that. I defy anyone to say that. Hey, listen, I got to just Mitch before before you play us a song. I got to tell you two things. One is that if you're listening to the show outside of New Orleans. You're on the way here and you're looking for something to do while you're here. Or maybe you're looking for a hotel to stay at. You could stay here at the Columns. If you need to know anything else, check in with our friends at neworleans.com, the official New Orleans travel site. And when you are here, in fact, if you're here right now, you could go do this. The New Movement Theatre. Did you guys know about the New Movement Theatre down on Burgundy Street? Isn't that awesome? Have you been there, Ross? I've never been, but I've definitely heard of it. incredible. After two years of shows in bars, museums, parks, and wherever else they could, they finally have opened a full-time comedy theatre in the Marinette, 1919 Burgundy. Street, they have shows from Thursday. Kate, you're the best waitress we've ever had here, I must say. I'm going to be so drunk by the time we get out of here. Everything at the New Movement Theatre is free or cheap. They have improv and sketch comedy classes available. You can check them out at tnmcomedy.com for more information. Also, you can hear the fabulous Chris True and Tammy Nelson on this website, it's neworleans.com, doing their special sports show, True to the Game, produced by our very own Chris Kehoe. Oh, who suggests, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
There you go. Mitch, that was very nice. Thank you. Mitch, you want to segue from that into an actual song? I will. That was what an a- you... almost actual song. That was kind of actual. Yeah. Dan, D-Ray's getting out some money to pay us. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much are we, thinking, are we getting dep- for this It depends gig? on how good he goes. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. There's $2 on the table, Mitch, for the SmackDown. Oh, wow. Two right. bills. Two, I mean, two bills. Th- two bills. Sorry. Two bills. Dollar. Two Dollar bills. bills. Okay, what are you playing for the SmackDown? Uh, uh, the against s- Today's SmackDown number is called Midnight Mood, written by Joe Zawinul, who was the uh, trombonist at slash keyboardist with Weather Report. Ooh. More trombone. Wow. Minus the trombone. He didn't I haven't heard that name in a long time. Are they still around? No. No, no, no. They're gone. No, Joe Zawinul is no so. longer around either. Okay. Well, that's... There it is. There it is. But okay, Mitch Foreman. Mitchell Schlevershift, or Foreman, as we know him. Beautiful, Mitch, as always. Thank you. So I don't know how the SmackDown works exactly. You have to like write a number on a piece of paper. I, I think we should cancel the SmackDown. Oh, just music isn't a competition. It's not a competition. It's never a competition. No, No, let's face it. Like it, after all, we're giving it away at Community Records. Mitch, that was beautiful. Thank you very right, much. Listen, I, 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 we need to just talk about one thing, because I'm sure there's people listening to the show, hopefully there are anyway, who don't know what the House of Shock is. We're talking about the House of Shock like we all know what it is. So <laughs> People don't know. No, so, Ross, do you find that most people know what it is? Or most people I don't? find a lot of people don't, which is amazing, because after 20 years of being what we've been doing, it's like, how can you not know that Satan is in your backyard? It seems like you would. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, local Satanists. Well, yeah, actually, that, we'll, get, we'll probably get to this in a minute. I'll let you just tell us exactly what the House of Shock is. But when we get to the, some point in this conversation, you play the part of Satan. At the uh, sort of. It's Lord Belial. But, yeah, uh, well, like we say now, you know, the House of Shock, it's not just for Satan anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give us the sort of, uh, you know, the couple of sentences on what is the House of Shock. House of Shock is a haunted attraction. We started in the backyard as a party. 
uh, 20 years ago this year. It'll be our 20th season, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun, man. It's uh, it, that's why we started. It it's a haunted house. It's a haunted it's more house. More than a haunted house. It's much more than just a. It's haunted an experience. House. It's a house of shock. It's, it's a house, house of shock. It's the God house damn it! Of shock. Um, Does it have a song? It uh, does actually. The, the, you remember the old Morgus song? I d- well, I don't actually because I don't mm-hmm. know Morgus from. People talking about. Oh, it. I've okay. never seen Morgus. Oh, what is the old Morgus song? Well, he, that's that was the name of uh, you know. He, he, oh, that's where the name comes from. Well, yeah, yeah, because that's where he was. He was like he, the house he of kicks from the house oh. of shock. That was so, a Doctor John song. Really? Yeah. yeah. So no one's coming after you for that. Not Doctor John, not the house of shock. Well, Morgus people. That's a good segue. Okay. Because we're trying to a little, a little something up, something, something. Because the first night we're open, we're doing a fun uh, fundraiser with Zulu, as a matter of fact. The Mardi Gras crew. Yes. They want to so be a, Zulu wants to be associated. They with contacted us. Can you believe it? No. I don't either. But uh, they, are you they sure did. that was really Zulu? The it Mardi was crew, Zulu, not, as a matter of not fact. Not a band called Zulu. I it? wish it wasn't that uh, band. <laughs> wow! Now we're really getting into a sort of a bad area here. Now. I'm glad. No, what I'm saying, I wish it wasn't a band because I'm glad that it's Zulu. Oh, thank goodness! Okay. Yes, because I'm a big fan. Because yeah. I grew up right down the street here on St. Charles Avenue. Did you really you grew up did. on St. Charles Avenue? I did. Okay, so you come from a wealthy family as well as everything? Uh, we. That's a long story too. Uh, what happened to all the money? It's it's uh, a long story. I did. My father passed away. Yeah, that's the problem. And then and I, he was, was the, he I was I was young. Money he owned, uh, yeah. Well, he—that's a long story. There's a lot of I- there's interesting. A lot of, there's a, it's 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 very interesting. I can go into it if you want me to. Sure, Jake. We'll, we'll take a vote. You want him to go into it? I got nothing. It involves a, it involves a murder case. Definitely. Okay. Okay. I'm down. I'll go into Mitch? it. Mitch. Yep, he's for it. Okay. All right. So we're originally from Brooklyn, New York. I was okay. born there and moved here when I was two. Uh, my dad. Uh, married a woman who was both blind and deaf that owned an apartment building down here on St. Charles Avenue. Her family is the Loeb family, that's a very prestigious New Orleans family, the Loebs. How did she know that was a name, I wonder? She didn't. They wrote it into her palm. So, uh, like Helen Keller. So anyway... <laughs> was, she, was she born blind and deaf? Born blind and deaf, yeah. How did your father meet her? Uh, through a rabbi... Bring back the Jewish thing. Full circle. Through a, a rabbi, rabbi, a at rabbi, Temple Sinai, a blind and deaf woman. A Temple Sinai, yeah. which was against the rules for yeah. a rabbi to be a matchmaker. And he did Is it, and right? he got into trouble for it. Is that it. really, what sort of rule? Is it in the Bible? I guess so. I don't know, somewhere written in there in the, okay. in the, in the small print. Those wacky Jews. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so he married the woman, sight unseen. And, uh, That's sort of a joke right well, there. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> my mom died young. My mom died when I was two. Of a heart really? attack. Really? Yeah. So, uh, so he, you know, here he is, a, a single father living on Ocean Avenue in Brooklyn with uh, three children, you know, uh, not a pot to piss in, as they say. Uh, and he's basically kind of whoring himself out, I guess, is, you know, for lack of a better word. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so we up and moved down here to New Orleans, and he married this woman. And she was very nice, Miss Lucille, and she had no idea that I even existed, which is a whole other story, because they own apartments on St. Charles Avenue. Yeah. The uh, Loeb family. The Loeb family. Well, she did. She was the sole heir. She inherited what was from it her dad. Is it Loeb and Loeb or something? What is that? Were they lawyers, or what did they do? I'm Where's not sure name? what the history is. Uh, of, Where do of, I know of, that of the, name? Do you guys know that it's name? It's a very prominent family, L-O-E-B, Loeb. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm sure they have, you know 
siblings and whatnot. Okay, so they owned apartment buildings, and your dad came down here with three kids, did you say? Three kids. And he my didn't tell his blind and deaf wife that he had kids. He No, she knew that he had two, but did not know that I existed. Were you the oldest or youngest? The youngest. I was uh, two years what? old when I met Four years old when I moved well, well, there's a lot of questions here, but one is, how, why didn't he tell her that he had three kids, and why did he tell her that I he don't had know. two? And I two. had to sneak around. The second question is, how did he tell her anything? Because you wrote in her palm. That's how you, t- you had to spell everything out in her palm. For real? You're not making that I'm up? I'm not making that up. So you're right with your finger, you mean? Yeah, you, you so you spell, spell out everything. Eventually, she knew I existed. You know, I mean, he, I, I guess, broke it to her at some point. She was what a, did he write? Guess who? Guess who's here? Is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. My number. other son. Did he do, can you do like a hatch sign for number? <laughs> no. Number three. Three. So why, but why didn't he tell her that he had three kids? I don't know what the story be a is. Deal I was breaker? too young. Maybe. It could have been. I guess you never got a chance because your father died young too. So you never, I never really got, really got to, to ask to have him these questions. Yeah, yeah. and he shunned. I didn't you realize I was walking into a therapy session, but it's very good that mm-hmm. I am here for this. Yes. Um, it's so good. so anyway, it's good for me because I didn't know any about this. I thought but, you were just some rock and roll guy some with the house of shock. I didn't know you had yeah, a whole. Uh, it's a very very interesting story. story. So anyway, so she was sixty something years old, and my dad was fifty hmm. somewhere in there. So. Um, she passed away. She choked to death. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, oh. I was at school. I was at school, and I, she had known about me, and all, all that. So we broke what it did to she, her. What did she choke to death from? Eating a steak. and At it, home? At home. Uh, my dad had gone to pick me up from school, and uh, in the meantime, we had a caretaker there also that, that helped uh, care for her. We, he had just bought, I guess she had had a problem with this before, but he had just bought a basically a suction machine like if she would get something stuck in her throat they could suck it out but i don't know what is that a vacuum cleaner it's something like that like a like, yeah like a, like something at the dentist where the you know the, you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah like one of those like a suction thing like sticking your mouth exactly like, exactly that's exactly what it was spit up. i don't think that would get a steak but it, I, I guess if something was lodged so she throat, had a habit of help she had a bad habit I, of choking. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's was, bad enough that you're buying equipment. I think she had had a stroke at some point or something. Oh, I see. Okay. Anyway, so uh, this, I told you it was a long story. But, uh, so yeah, anyway, so the, she died, choked to death and died. And Well, you mentioned a caretaker. What happened to the caretaker? A caretaker somehow could not get the steak out couldn't, of her throat. Couldn't plug it in. So, and she left everything to my dad. Right. And uh, wow. her family thought that was suspicious, and right. they brought my father up on an indictment for murder charges. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but so he wasn't at home at the time. He was not at and home. And you were his witness. And I was with him. That's right. correct. But I never had to go to court. I don't think it ever went to court. Uh, I don't right. remember. I was seven. It's pretty hard to make a charge stick if you weren't actually You weren't there, and she choked on a steak. I mean, how you, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> So what, anyway, what time of the day was this, by the way? Uh, afternoon, so three o'clock when I got. So off why school. are you having a steak at three? In the that's afternoon? good. That's the first question that I would ask <laughs> if I was an attorney. <laughs> why, why are you eating a steak yeah. for lunch, Chris? When you're a lobe, I think you can afford to eat steak. Okay, well that's a good point. Yeah, when you're alone. <laughs> wow. Well, Ross, I have to say, I, once again, I've interviewed three hundred and forty-five thousand people, and I've n- very seldom when people say it's a long story, but it's quite interesting. It, does it turn out to be interesting and long? But yeah. in this case, congratulations. Yeah. So that, I can see you why go. you've sort of gone way off the rails. I've gone completely off the rails yeah. on the crazy train. Yeah. Which is uh, You can sort of forgive yourself for being crazy, right, when you had that sort of upbringing. I, I think you just think. won that SmackDown. Did yeah. I win the SmackDown? <laughs> yeah, SmackDown? We haven't yeah. even heard any so we haven't song. We have the music. Let's have a listen to a song that you express yourself with all this um, oh, frustration and anger. Okay. And, and, and uh, you're, not an ang- you're not the least angry person I know, actually, probably. You're not, angry, not angry at all. At all. Yeah. You're far from angry. I'm very jovial. You're happy. Comes with being fat. 
Fat and happy. Fat and happy. And and a purveyor of uh, horror. And the and Satan, actually. Which we haven't even talked to because I digress to an entire murder, and, murder okay. mystery. Okay, so we're going to listen to a song from the Mr. Crew of Clearlight, which is your band. It's me and Jimmy and Joey that you had on your the show. The guys from I Hate God. Correct. And uh, Down and Crowbar, but Joe, uh, Jimmy is all that. It's all, we say it's all these different bands, but really Jimmy sums up all those bands because he's in all those bands. Jimmy Bauer. Jimmy Bauer is he's the, a he's a Seminole New Orleans the rock Godfather. musician. He's the Godfather of. He didn't like when I called him that. Though. I know he hates it. But he's the Godfather true. of Southern rock or Southern metal or whatever they call him. or something. Yeah, yeah. he really whatever. didn't like being called that. Which is nothing. We're nothing like I got. We're it's more improvisational, uh, kind of like Almond Brothers meets Deep Purple type thing. But okay. no, no vocals, no vocals at all, instrumental. So what are we going to take a listen to? The shortest one, you see. The shortest one because they're all like eighteen million million, million minutes long. Okay, so how uh, long is so it? yeah, I think it's like three minutes or five minutes or something. I don't know. A fool's outfit, I think, is the name of the song. We got queued up.
shreds. Nice. Wow, that song's got everything in it. And that's, just, that's the shortest one. That's the shortest one, yeah. Shred City, Riffville, USA. Yeah, that now, rad. that's got to be really great fun to play all it's, every it's, night. We got, actually, after 11 years, we hadn't played together, and we played together right before Mardi Gras last year. It was our first time getting back together. And it was really fun to play those old songs again. That is awesome. What did you guys think now that, that keyboard great. players? I, well, I'm no, I'm no keyboard player. I just D-Ray, you're the keyboard. At the player. end, when y'all hit those harmonies with the guitars and the total Alma Brothers, when you said that, I was like, "That's what he's cool, talking man. about." Thank you. Bro. That's a great little song. Well, this is a great music day today. Yeah. We're having here on Happy Hour, that? and we got more to go too. Yeah, we got so we got time to play one more in a minute. Hey, so um, are you guys, Mister Crew of Clearlight, playing? You've been playing. Yeah, we played. We played uh, right before Mardi Gras last year at uh, which was cool at the Hangar. Um, the old hangar on Rendon Inn. Yeah, Rend- so old Rendon Inn. Wow. Yeah, we, we we played there when it was Rendon Inn too. Um, but we haven't we haven't been doing much because you know Jimmy's so busy with right. everything that he does, and so. Uh, but we had talked about uh, you know this fall maybe getting back together and recording a new record and doing some stuff. We talked about it. Another band that I used to play in with Jimmy and uh, Mike from I Hate God called Drip, which is kind of like I Hate God but with keyboards. Um, <laughs> but uh, we were just talking about recording that and some stuff. So. Do you have live music at the House of Shock? You do. We do. Before the we show, have tons. We have tons. Uh, this uh, what I was talking about before Zulu. Uh, we're doing a benefit for Toys for Tots, and uh, that's weird. That's awesome. <laughs> no, that's that's great. Mardi Gras Toys and Halloween get tots. together for for Christmas. Yeah, right? that's just I mean, that's, strange. Yeah. Only in New Orleans. That's Mar- a real New Orleans Only in New Orleans. Totally. That's like a completely untapped market, as far as I know. <laughs> I mean, like, straight. There's up. your money. Totally. The, uh, so, listen, um, so that what? night we have we have the Stooges Brass Band, oh, that's cool. and I'm trying to get a guest uh, appearance, which was uh, you know you got to be in the right place at the wrong time. Doctor John might I show don't, up. I didn't can't hear say. That. I didn't can't hear say. Doctor John's going to be. I at the did house not of say shock. that at all. What um, what night is that going to be? That's going to be uh, Friday, the fifth of that's of October. October. That's our, our first that's night. Up soon. Our Kate fir- is back, night. the best waitress in the Hi, history Kate. of the universe. <laughs> what can we get? I'll have next? Another whiskey drink. Why not? Why wouldn't we? Yes, ma'am. One more whiskey. Anything else for you, gentlemen? I'll take one, too. Same. Same all the way around. Crown Royal and ginger ale with lime. With lime, sir. I'll, I'll, the lime makes Are you drinking Crown Royal and ginger good, ale? It's not quite my style. Mm. I'll, just, I'll just have straight whiskey. Good for you. Jameson. Jameson? Uh, that sounds good. Uh, same. Same. Yeah. Two Jamesons and a Crown Royal and ginger ale. That's a funny combo, Crown Royal and with ginger ale. With the lime. Ale. The lime makes it sophisticated. With the lime. It makes it sophisticated, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It cuts it. <laughs> it cuts it down a little bit. So when is the House of Shock open for, so we open for on the, the season? Fifth. That's the, the opening night. Opening night. And we're only open 11 nights. Right. So it's uh, kind of like a big production to do just for 11 nights with everything that we do with pyrotechnics and yeah. all the just chicanery that goes on there. It's wild. And so we, you, you play the part of uh, Lord Satan. Belial. Yeah, Lord Belial, a, which is a sort of the satanic. The leader of the Fourth Reich, which is... <laughs> right. The satanic rag. I don't know if this will make you happy or sad or whatever, but I, I went for the first time last year. I think it was two years ago. Was it Andy was here? Was it two years ago? I think so. Okay, well, either way, one yeah. of my best friends, uh, before we even went in, uh, fainted. <laughs> we were watching. We were watching the sideshow. Yeah, believe you, told and, and, and he watches a ton of horror movies. He's not like that's a reference to dangerous. He'll be back. Yeah, yeah. he just he just straight up just fainted right there on the fainted, street. Fainted. Oh yeah, like waiting to go he, into. Wow. The Did y'all get to see yeah. the Atone Pain Tribe that do the hooks in the back and? Oh uh, yeah, all yeah, that stuff. They hooked up it by got, their skin. They, they put hooks in their skin and they do tug of war against each ah. other and swing it's from so, it. It's intense. It's intense. This year we got a a fire troop that called Singe. Uh, that blows fire and eats fire and does the whole fire bit. 
uh, and then we have all the outdoor entertainment, and all that's free. You that's outside before you even get You right? don't have to pay to get in to see, to see any of that stuff. So it's it's already, and then plus all the bands. We got, like I said, we got the Stooges Brass Band on opening night, then the Chiwis, uh, which everybody seems to like. Uh, we got Zoso, which is uh, uh, awesome. Led Zeppelin tribute band the following week. And, and this is all free outside. It's the, all free the show. outside. Where is the House of Shock? The House of Shock is at uh, 319 Butterworth, which is uh, basically we're right. Our backyard is the Huey P. Longbridge. So we're right behind uh, the corner of Clearview and Jefferson Highway, basically, in that neighborhood. Yeah, I remember there. last time you were on the show talking about where it is and you're underneath the Huey P. Longbridge. And it's funny how things stick in your mind, isn't it? You know, like little bits of conversation. You told me last time that you were always hoping someone would jump to their death. Off they, the Huey no, they did. Oh, they did it. They yeah. did, yeah. Right at the House of Shock. Wow. Not oh. at the House of Shock, no. No, I thought they. I thought you. No, were, sir, that's bad PR. Well, that's uh, what I thought you were hoping they were going to jump off right in the backyard of the House no, of Shock, so there would be like. That'd be very bad. But we did have. I'm pretty sure out. if we listened back to that show that you actually said that. Did I say that? Mm-hmm. I may have been lying. I may have misremembered <laughs> it, but possibly. Well, let's play it back. We got time, right? Well, do you wish someone would jump off the Huey Pillar Bridge? I don't. Wish oh, okay, that. thank you. But we did for have record, somebody it's for the record. Does not want anyone to jump off of. Huey P. Okay. Says Ross Carpenter. Yeah, yes. Uh, no, we did have somebody pass away, though, unfortunately, uh, due to the House of Shock. He did not. He, he, he was dead and then revived. And then, oh, so uh, it's the best of both worlds. But if then, there then was then only he later passed worlds. away. So, oh, so he had, bu- so he had everything going for you. What, did he, what happened? The guy yeah, died. He came he back to life. Yeah, wow. he went through, got all the way through. Uh, is a friend of ours, He's also. A, oh, Big, Big J. You know Big J? He was Big a promo- promoter forever. He promoted Zebra. He was Zebra. Yes. Manager. That, so anyway, yeah. he, uh, he went through, and good friend of ours, and got wow. all the way through, was going to get a drink, and then collapsed. Someone but, jumped out and scared him? No, he just went to go get a drink. And the, the thing that was crazy is that he collapsed in a group of doctors that was going through. Do you a doctor in the house? <laughs> there was about eight of, of them. Of shock? That's ridiculous. In the house of shock? Very good. A doctor in the house of shock. It's almost like a uh, was not was song, isn't there? A was not was song about that. Something like that. I get the reference. Something in the house. They they said something. What the hell was that? Uh, They said. Oh no! Oh, this is going to drive me crazy now. Till we think of that. Uh, Help me with who was in was not who was the producer. Don was. Don was. Don was and David was. He produced uh, Woolberries and all that stuff too, didn't he? I think he did. Yes, and it's uh, Bonnie Raitt and all sorts of interesting people. Bob Dylan. He's a great producer. It's his birthday Spy today. in the He's House six, of Love. Spy in the House of Love. Who said that? The, the one with the internet. Chris, thank you. Good job. Just <laughs> Spy in the House of Love. Great song. It's Don Was's birthday today. He's 60 years old, by Is the way. Is that true? Yes, huh. it's Good true. Good time. Happy birthday, Don. Okay, so that's the House of Shock. We're running out of time in a rapid fashion here. And even though we've gone way over, I still want to hear one more song from a community records artist. All right. Because we think? said we were going to. I, I would vote for Caddy Wampus because right. they're, they're from here. Uh, right. we, we have some artists that are from around the country, but Caddy Wampus is a band that's from New Orleans. So okay. let's feature them. All right. What are we listening to? What song? Uh, it's, what called, it's called Stuck. It's that first track on the summer sampler. And actually, all people and Caddy Wampus are playing at the Big Top next Sunday for one of the punk rock matinees that they've been doing, which is they're from two to six. It's $5 or $3 if you bring a food or, mo- or yeah, a food donation. Jesus, that's a funny f- phrase as well that you never would have heard in 1977 when punk was invented. <laughs> punk rock matinee. Well, <laughs> well or, and the food drive on and top f- of it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what we're doing good and punk Now we've got the, we have the House of Shock Maybe you toys like for so, tops. I know. What's going punk on? Punk rock matinee. What has happened to us? The world was ending. Really? The minds were right. Hey, it rules. Come check it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It does, but yeah. 
Caddy Wampus. Congratulations, gentlemen. Very nice. Yeah, and we that, did that song, uh, is, right. along with everything else on that album, is free, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. On that sampler, yeah. yeah. It's a community, and there's another label in town called Chinkapin, and uh, communityandchinkapin.com, and you can download, or just directly at communityrecords.org. Communityrecords.org. Okay. Org. 
We have a link to it on our site. We have a link also to the House of Shock on our site. Thank so you very much. if you listen to the show and you'd like to find out more about Community Records or the House of Shock, download some free music. Go and hear some free music and uh, buy some tickets. Buy some tickets and keep Ross in a healthy Please. state I'm of mind. Ross, congratulations on having your first muscle ever. I enjoyed it. it was for, I actually went back for seconds. I know and you've had them. And thanks very much to Jay from the Slice Pizzeria for bringing us down these muscles, just in case you're wondering and you missed that whole thing. Jay's restaurant is called Slice Pizzeria. It's at 1513 St. Charles Avenue, downtown by Lee Circle. And there's another one up on Magazine Street, right next to Whole Food at 5538. You can check out their website at slicepizzeria.com. Today, he brought us down some muscles. They were excellent. They're, um, what are they called? Prince Edward Island mussels. They have uh, half-price specials down there at, uh, at Slice from 2 to 6, Monday through Friday. Half-price beer, half-price wine, and half-price cocktails. You can't beat that, along with the great food. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for joining us. My guests have been Ross Carpelman from the House of Shock, Daniel D. Ray, Ray from Community Records, and Greg Rodriguez from Community Records, and also both from the band All People. Thank you so much, you guys, for joining me here on Happy Hour. Our show is produced by Belinda Hawes, Graham DePonte, Trish Kaufman, and Anoush Karun. Our associate producer and technical director is the fabulous Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director, our web designer, and linked to the real world out there is Dr. Cliff Brigden. Mitch Foreman played the theme, or is playing the theme music, and wrote all the music you heard on, uh, to, on uh, Happy Hour, apart from the stuff that's played by uh, Mr. Crew of Clearlight and Caddy Wampus and all people. Was that relatively accurate? Oh, all yeah. the people. Very, very well if you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour, drop us a line at itsneworleans at gmail.com. Our show is recorded live at the Columns Hotel. You can check out our other happy hours and our other shows out to lunch with Peter Rashuti live from Commander's Palace Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic. True to the game with Chris True and Tammy Nelson and our new show Win Win about the New Orleans Vietnamese community. They're all here on itsneworleans.com. You can keep up with us by liking us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter and you can sign up for our mailing list at our website itsneworleans.com. If you are happy to be listening to this on iTunes, thank you for subscribing. Why don't you rate us? Give us about 20 stars. That would be fantastic. And it helps other people find us. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com, for Mitch Foreman on piano, and for all my guests sitting around the table here today, and our producers and everyone at the office. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you next time back here on Happy Hour. <laughs>